Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another stupendous episode on the greatest podcast on this side of the Milky Way, Ten Toes Down. It's your host who is known for doing the most, Dr. J. Yo, what's good? What's happening? Yo, I think every week I'm going to try to use another word that represents amazing. So this week's word is stupendous. What's good, everybody? Yo, today's a little rough. Today's a little rough. Like, I, you know, in my first segment, I always try to have some type of inspirational, mind-blowing words to give to y'all. I got nada today. I was sitting here trying to think of stuff, and I was like, you know what? Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And I just started to think, and I was like, you know, maybe there's a blessing in not knowing at the current moment. And it started make me, it made me reflect on a few things. So... When I got my LASIK done a few years ago, um, the physician that I went to or the physician office that I went to is like a well-known office through Central Florida and Florida. And I was trying to go to the best of the best because, you know, when it comes to LASIK, you only got two eyes and I was I wanted to make sure this thing was done right. So I paid a little extra money and went to the best in Florida. So as I was sitting on the table, the guy who actually owns the practice is the guy that did my eyes. So... This whole process with LASIK was great. Like the whole monitoring of my eye to make sure my eye was healthy enough to do it. The whole consultation, the, you know, everything was so streamlined and smooth. And I was like, yo, this is a wonderful practice. This is a beautiful practice. Like, you know, I wonder what he did. So I was like, you know, when I'm on this table before he gets started, I'm just going to ask him. So I got on the table. He was preparing my eyes. And I was like, doc, I got a question for you. I was like, everything that's been here has been great. And I asked, I was like, you know, how did you do this? You know what I mean? Like, how did you just get this, this beautiful practice, these wonderful people, everything was so streamlined. Like, how did, how did you do it? And he said some words to me that like that, that will never leave my mind um, in regards to this road of entrepreneurship. He told me, y'all ready? He told me, he was like, you don't have to get it right every day. You just have to continue to do it. Whoo! That's a word for your spirit right there. Now, you know, you hear me? That's a word. You don't have to get it right every day. You just have to continue to do it. And I promise you like this. And this is one of those moments. Like I was like, you know what? I don't know what I'm about to say on this microphone. But at the same token, when on this route, like, listen, every day is just not going to be your best day. You know what I'm saying? As this Josh, as he's saying, like, it's okay to be mediocre. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you need to go 100% every single day, but you're going to have to realize that even though you don't feel 100%, you still got to get up and go as much as you can, do the best way that you can. And right now, like I said, I mean, I was trying to figure out what the heck I was going to say on this microphone for the first segment. But I mean, it seemed like something came out of it. So, you know, you don't have to get it right every day. You just have to get up and just do it continuously daily. And I hope that struck a nerve because I feel like some people don't feel like, you know, if I can't do 100 percent, I'm not going to do it at all. Like, nah, like continue to move, because what happens is just that when you stop moving, like sometimes not moving just feels too good. And you don't want to get back up again because you're real comfortable. You know what I'm saying? No, like keep moving. But, you know, hopefully that was a word for somebody's spirit 
But, yo, I got some good news. Yo, this building is getting ready to move. We done found a solution to our problem from the last episode. But we're going to cut to a commercial break. I'll see y'all in a minute, though. Man, y'all remember when we graduated from high school? Or shoot, man, some of y'all probably still there. But that transition was not easy. I wish we could have had the adulting code. The Adulting Code is a life skill workshop series designed to help high school students transition from adolescence into adulthood. So if you're struggling or know anybody that's struggling with that transition, hit up Jess the Adulting Coach on our Instagram at Jess, J-E-S-S, the Adulting Coach, or hit them up on their Instagram at the Adulting Code. Do yourself a favor. Make that transition a whole lot smoother for yourself. Yeet! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So when there is a will, there is a way. And we have found a way to close this deal. Hey, praise break. Stop right there. Stop right there. But we have found a way to get the deal closed. If you remember in the last episodes, the one of the stipulations to close on the deal was that I actually had to be in New York in order to sign the papers. But due to Auntie Roro, that became very difficult to do. So we had to get real creative. And what my lawyer suggested was something called a POA, P as in Paul, OA, or power of attorney, where somebody that you trust can be in place of you to sign the documents. So we sent off this idea to the lender's attorney. was like, yo, this is what we can do possibly to get this done in a timely fashion so we can meet the deadline of the seller's attorney with this whole it has to be done by a certain date thing. So the lawyer, the lender's attorney was against it, actually. They were like, nah, like we don't feel comfortable doing that. He needs to be here, so forth, X, Y, Z. So I was like, all right, bro, whatever. I'll just hop on a plane. You know, I, it's, I'll, I'll risk it for right now. It's all good. I'll just hop on a plane and get there so I can sign these documents. Told that to them. They sent it to the lender. The lender sends us back saying, if he gets on a plane to sign the deal, we're not going to want to meet with him in order to sign the deal because he just got off a plane because of COVID-19. Bruh, that's what I've been saying since day one, bro. What are you talking about? You, you felt smart saying that, huh? Like, that's what I've been saying. So you don't even want to see me if I get off the plane. So do you want to do this deal or no at this point? You know what I'm saying? So they finally agreed after a lot of deliberation. We finally agreed that the POA was going to be cool. All right, cool. I got a POA that's going to be able to take care of that. Let's sign them up. Let's do a date. So they said, well, we can do it like next week. I was like, wait a minute. Like I got to, you know, I got to make sure that my POA is good with that because I'm just kind of springing this on the POA. Now, side note, a POA can be anybody that you trust can be your mom, your cousin, your brother, your sister, whomever can act in your place that you trust to take care of business for you. Back to my regular schedule programming. So I found somebody and I was like, yo, this, I mean, he couldn't on the date that they proposed, it cannot be done on that date. And I'm like, can we get a couple of dates that we can actually get this done on? Because you know, this is kind of last minute for the POA. You know what I'm saying? This schedule could be because this person has a life too. You know what I mean? So I kind of, we contacted the seller to let them know, just like, can we get some more dates? And the seller was like, yo, give us 5,000 more dollars and we can give you until the end of the month. 
bruh, no, I'm not giving you five thousand extra dollars. You already got five grand that you holding on to right now. And I don't need to the end of the month. I just need a couple of days here about at this point. So it went on for like a week. Um, so we were going back and forth trying to figure out what's going to go on. Um, is it going to be okay? This is what we're going to do. This is a day, yada, yada, so on and so forth. Just, you know, trying to figure out stuff, but you know, some of the lawyers weren't answering back in time. And I don't know if this was just a game, but you know, you try to be patient in regards to everything that's going on right now in New York also. So guess what team? We finally got a closing date. We finally got a closing date, but just to back up a little bit in order to do the POA, um, there was some documents that had to be filled out. So my, my lawyer, uh, did the documents and stuff for me. Um, and this these fees that, you know, that your lawyer is going to work out for you. That just kind of goes into your closing costs. So they worked up the documents for me and they faxed them over to me and it required a wet signature. So that means you got to print them out and you got to have that wet ink on it and sign it. And they needed the original documents at closing. So once I got the documents printed off and I signed it with my signature, I then had to get it notarized. And by any chance, if anybody needs anything notarized, go to a FedEx or UPS. It's like $10 per stamp. That's a jewel for you. So unless anybody got somewhere cheaper, let a brother know. Um, so from that point, after it was notarized, I sent it one day shipping over to the POA. Um, got there the next day. He signed it. And then everything was kind of good to go to make sure we was all ready for the documentation. So, man, yo, we, we're getting ready to close, y'all. Yo, it's, it's been surreal. Um, it's been a long journey. It's been a long process. But, yo, we are here, bruh. We are here. It's it's kind of it's kind of scary because it's like stepping into that next chapter a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, everything is ready to go. We're waiting to close. Um, of course, there's some stipulations that are just in place. We still have to do the final walkthrough. So hopefully all, everything goes well with that. And then from that point on, man, I'll own another home or another building with tenants and everything else. Man, I'm a landlord at this point. So it's super surreal. But, um, yeah, I'm gonna keep y'all posted on that. Maybe the next episode, everything will be going right at this point. So we'll be good to go, but we're going to cut to another commercial break. I'm gonna hit y'all with the book of the week and then we out of here. See y'all in a minute though, man. Y'all remember when we graduated from high school or shoot, man, some of y'all probably still there, but that transition was not easy. I wish we could have had the adulting code. The Adulting Code is a life skill workshop series designed to help high school students transition from adolescence into adulthood. So if you're struggling or know anybody that's struggling with that transition, hit up Jess the Adulting Coach on our Instagram at Jess, J-E-S-S, the Adulting Coach, or hit them up on their Instagram at the Adulting Code. Do yourself a favor. Make that transition a whole lot smoother for yourself. Yeet. Welcome back, ladies and gents. So the book of the week this week is called Rental Property Investing, How to Create Wealth and Passive Income Through Smart Buy and Hold Real Estate Investing. Listen, for all my listeners out there who are interested in real estate, this should probably be the first book that you read. You know, I'm on Audible, so I listen to audiobooks. 
This book is about 11 hours long. But when I say every second of this book is worth it, believe me, every second of this book is worth it. It goes detail by detail of every step of the process from when you are trying to look for a home or look for investment property to all the way to when you become a landlord and you start managing tenants. It gives you, you know, financing ideas. It gives you how to evaluate a property. Like it gives you step by step of what you should do. Now, everybody that starts to read or read these kind of books, don't think that this book is the be all tell all book to real estate. It's not, but it breaks it down to somebody who was very inexperienced in real estate to, you know, kind of get your feet wet on what the game is going to be like. And when I say this book, it kind of, you know, completely changed my perception. I've learned so much during this process, even while reading this book, going through the process has helped me out so much. So I definitely recommend it. Y'all already know what I'm on, man. Audible. Holla at me, Bezos, so I can get you on this podcast, brother. But yo, man, we are moving. Closing is coming up. Y'all know I'm going to keep y'all posted because you know I'm about to be gleeing. When I, you know, when I, when I finish closing, man, I can get up there and actually see the building. That's crazy. My first dog on investment property and I can't even see it in person. Can't only, don't even have the keys in my hands. Well, surreal, but you know, God is good, man. It is what it is at this point, but y'all already know what it is, man. Kick this week's ass. It deserves it. And always remember, man, you got 10 toes down. You got another chance to get this right. I'll holla at y'all next week though. Peace. Yeah.